0: to the Three Peaks Strong Podcast. I'm Coach Mel. And I'm Coach Nina.
1: Join us as we embrace the journey of connecting mind, body, and spirit in our community and beyond.
0: All right. Well, welcome to Three Peaks Strong. I'm Coach Mel. And I'm Coach Nina. And today we have the pleasure of having a, a guest with us for our podcast Yay. um yeah super super excited miss melanie widmere um melanie uh is one of our clients here at three peaks crossfit which uh we love actually she's uh one of the originals mel do you remember I what am. number you were like Ooh, on the back of your shirt maybe. on the founders.
2: Four or five? I can't remember. I have to find my shirt. Yeah, Yeah. but it's a
0: single digit. I'm pretty sure. Oh, absolutely. That's like I'm pretty sure you and Sid were like four (laughs) and five. So it depends on who wanted four, who wanted five. He Um, probably got the lower number. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Mm -hmm. And and Mel actually, um, Melanie is one of the major reasons that Three Peaks is actually. Uh, alive and well from the get-go. Like she encouraged me to make the right contacts before we actually had the building and um, connect with the right people. And um, back when you were the mayor of Madras, Oregon. Aww. So yeah. So thanks for being so amazing because we're here. Well, you're welcome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and thanks for and thanks for joining us on our podcast day. We're we're super excited. Today, we're going to be talking about something that is new to me. Um, uh, only probably like maybe a month and a half uh, of awareness on it. Um, but Nina and Melanie actually have much larger awareness. And Melanie, um, you have a, a great awareness. And that is, I want to make sure I pronounce it correctly the Enneagram. Perfect. Okay. Yes. Um, and, um, and, what i have learned so far and you're going to get into that a little bit more but what i have learned so far is that um it's phenomenal how we are individually made up and how different we all are and how the the experience of our life and uh how we interact with people um it's not just a hey this this is just the way i am it's like there's there's more to it so i'm pretty excited to have you come on here today and and talk to us a little bit about that um so what inspired you first to learn about the Enneagram? Like, what was, like, the initial, like, here's, here's this Enneagram subject?
2: Yeah. Um, maybe about two and a half years ago, I got a text from a friend, and he said, have you heard of the Enneagram? And, of course, I had not. Mm-hmm. And He said, well, you, you have to take this test. It was so accurate. It was scary. So he sent the link mm-hmm. to the test and um, the address of a website after. He's like, do this test and then read about it. Hmm. So I took the test. I had to take the test. We were at an airport at the time. Okay. And um, we got our numbers and then read about them like, yeah, that is weirdly accurate. Hmm. And so then we were on our way to Hawaii. So read up about all the other types on the flight. And then we got to where we we're going. I had my friends take the test. At first I guessed <laughs> what type they were. And I was very excited that I correctly predicted their test. Interesting. Oh. <laughs> and then I just kind of let it go. I didn't really pro- um pursue it much after that okay until about a year after that my pastor she's like have you heard of the Enneagram and I'm like actually I have and she had um, just come across this podcast that a musician had been writing a song for each Enneagram type and her type had just come out so she was really excited she's a seven and Uh so she sent me the link to this podcast and I'm like okay sure I'll I'll listen so later that night I listened and um, Of course, the song was beautiful, and I stopped at about 20 minutes through and I'm like, okay, this is really insightful. They also had an expert talking about the type, Chris Mm Hewitz, and so I'm like, okay, pause, and then I I went to look up Sid's number because mine is the last number, nine, so it wasn't done yet, but Sid's number was four, so I wanted to see what I could find out about four. So the song of course was tragic and beautiful, and (laughs) I felt like I had the answer to all these questions from decades of marriage that Mm -hmm. I was so confused by what was motivating him. Mm -hmm. And so it was such a key to um, understanding my husband. So from then I was totally hooked and just kind of obsessed over every number and learning everything I could about my own number and every other number too. And I just am still obsessed. (laughs) <laughs> Good. So is it, would you
0: say for our listeners, would you say it's a personality test or um, you said you, that you, you have a test and mm-hmm. you took this test. So it, what makes it different?
2: Yeah, so it is a personality test, but it's so much more involved than most personality tests because it doesn't just look at your behaviors. It looks at the motivation behind your behaviors. Um, Interesting. And it is an amazing tool for finding out your own blind spots, things Ah. that you've just (laughs) instinctually done your whole life and not even realized maybe that you were doing it and certainly haven't realized why you were doing it or realized that there were other options for how to cope with things. So it was um, just super helpful to understand myself and other people. Mm. So so
0: you got some serious awareness in, in like, wow, you know, this is pretty accurate. Yes. Um, like you said, scary accurate. Yes. Yeah. And that, that's been my experience as well. Yeah. Yep. Um, like how did you write my story? And What's buying on me? What? Exactly. I was <laughs> yeah. like big brother. Right. Um, so what, what does the test kind of look like? Is it like uh, long, is it involved kind of how, how is the test, uh, um, what makes it, what makes it so different, I guess, uh, in, in, in relation to all these other personality tests?
2: Yeah, I would say a word about the test is that uh, most Enneagram teachers tell people not to take the test to type themselves because mm. there is a pretty high rate of mistyping. Okay. So ideally people would, it takes much more time though, but learn about all the types and see which one resonates the most with them. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, taking a test is maybe a good starting place or a confirmation. And then learn about that type and see whether it resonates or not and it might be right mine was right sis was right but i know lots of people were the test it's like "Ah, this doesn't feel like me
0: yeah
2: um so it's important to just not assume the test is 100 percent correct um none of them are but there are several different tests out there some are better some are worse okay more accurate more elaborate or more simple
0: that's great so when you take the test and i know that when i took the test i was because Nina had been pinpointing me for <laughs> feels like my whole life but for a while and saying you've got to be a three and you're totally a three and I'm like what the heck are you talking about right um, three what what Listen does to that this. mean um and but when I took the test it was like obvious like it was like whoa mm-hmm. okay so that number stood out and then there were a couple other numbers yeah. so um you know, obviously there's so much shorn and we're only going to cover some basics of today. Yeah. Um, but it's really, like you said, it's really the thing that stands out the most to you is, is yes. kind of where you re- resign.
2: Right. Yeah. Cause we're all kind of a compilation of all the different traits, but we do have one primary way that we okay. see like one way we're wired. Although we may have traits from all the different types mm-hmm. and we could probably pick out something from each type that yes. is a thing you yeah. do or a, a way you are but one is primary for each person.
1: And I think that the um, the podcast you had shared it with me mm-hmm. after you found it, um, the song I think oh. if you listen to it and that song yes. like really resonates with you it's a good indicator that that is your type because I listened to the mm-hmm. three song and I cried and I don't cry
2: but I was like
1: oh my gosh He's like
2: yeah I am somebody heard.
1: sees me <laughs> yeah
2: yeah, so that's sleeping at last. If anyone wants to look it up, and now all nine are done, and they yeah. are amazing. Every uh-huh. song is is very touching.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so so help us understand, Mel, for those listening, what are the nine um, types? We we say because they're called types, mm-hmm. right? Yep. What are they, and um, maybe a brief
2: uh, intro on like what what does that look like? Yes. So there's nine, so I'll start with one, which seems like a good place to start. Mm -hmm. So the type one is called the perfectionist, or sometimes the reformer. And type ones are very concerned about things being done correctly. Mm -hmm. They have a very harsh inner critic who cuts them very little slack. Mm -hmm. So they're really hard on themselves and also hard on others. You want your mechanic, your surgeon, your pilot to be a type 1 because they cut no corners. Mm-hmm. They make sure everything is done as perfectly as possible. They can be pretty intense in their quest for perfection, but they do a great job. Mm-hmm. I have some ones working in my office, and I love that <laughs> about them. Uh, less healthy ones can be judgmental and critical. It's kind of their inner critic coming out and projecting outwardly. So. Okay. Um, that's the type one. Um, they're kind of their deep-seated fear is of being uh, morally corrupt. Yeah. Okay. Uh, type two is the helper. And yeah. they are very other focused. They are um, always desiring to help. They pay close attention to what others needs might be and um, just help without even being asked. Of course, they will help if asked, but they, <laughs> they, will, they will just figure it out and help you. Even if you don't ask, mm-hmm. Um they have a um a desire to be wanted, um okay. and a fear that they won't be loved if they can't be helpful. Mm. Um they're nurturing and warm and just lovely people. They really are. They are lovely. Everyone should mm-hmm. have a type two in their life. My mom is a two oh. and she's mm. the best. I have so many twos and I, I love, love the twos. Yeah. So, so twos understand. in a less healthy space um can be resentful, they can be needy, they can be manipulative. Um, and they can play a martyr, so and in every type really, the healthy type is amazing. The unhealthy type is a nightmare. So, <laughs> that's not unique to twos. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I was gonna ask. Yeah, what what is the unhealthy and the healthy? Mean? Yeah, that is
0: really key. Yeah, and, and so the unhealthy is gonna be maybe like when we're stressed out, when we're not feeling our at our best. Is that what you? Would, right. How so would you when describe that.
2: Yeah, so emotionally un- unhealthy. So it can be caused by trauma, and people with really r- rough childhoods just have a harder journey getting there. Mm. Um, people who maybe haven't just worked on themselves at all, and or have tons of blind spots where they don't realize their okay. own their own um, struggles and pain if everything's repressed. So mm. all of that can lead to Interesting. emotional unhealth. Mm. So this test uh, or this. The Enneagram is such a key to helping us be healthier and recognizing where we need work Mm. and help.
0: Amen to that.
2: Yeah. Okay, the type three. So, type threes are the best of all the types. I really like the three. (laughs) Um, Y'all, I really like the three. Threes are awesome. So, threes are the achiever, sometimes called the performer. Mm. Uh, Threes are very goal oriented. They want to be the best. Mm. They are competitive. I think they're. Very well suited to CrossFit, mm. for example. Mm. Um, they are focused on self-improvement. They're great at that, and consequently, they're also great coaches because they also want other people to have, you ex- know, experience that self-improvement. Um, they tend to be good salespeople. They can sell anything and sell themselves That's too. My brother, yes, wow. it's a real skill. Yeah. Um, the risk of the three is becoming um, workaholics. Um, Not that you guys would know anything about that ever. Um, They Mm -hmm. push really hard. Um, They're image focused, so they care a lot what people think. Um, They are um, concerned with projecting an image of success, whatever that is for them. Um, And threes are kind of particularly challenged because they project it inwardly and outwardly. So they want everyone to believe that they're successful and convince themselves. Mm. Also, mm. so I've read something interesting that threes are in danger of believing their own press releases. <laughs> that was, was well oh, put. That's really good. Yeah. Y'all, if you could see a
0: video of Nina and I's <laughs> eyes right now as we're looking at each other,
1: uh-huh.
0: you'd be like, well, that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> we have some that's self-improvement around. to do. <laughs> I may have to take that out and put it on a my phone or something yeah.
2: mm. okay so the fear of the three is that they are worthless so mm. they strive really hard to overcome that fear and three is content to be disconnected from their own uh, hearts um, they can be a little emotionally repressed um, I've never been called never a robot ever Never. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. but again they are the best still they're the, they best. Are the
1: best so don't get confused
2: yeah <laughs> then type four is the individualist or sometimes called the romantic they probably the most noticeable quality about a four is uh, emotional extremes they're very heart forward uh, they feel a lot highs and lows they tend to be creative because they're so connected to their emotions mm. um, they are very comfortable in the dark range of emotion of emotions they uh, don't mind sitting in melancholy um, they're comfortable there they really don't want to be cheered up I had to learn that um, just recently. <laughs> what do you know? Okay. Um, um, yeah, they a lot of artists are fours, and um, yeah, their challenge is kind of a, a grabbing onto balance. And they have a little bit of a hard time uh, pushing through with projects. They want to start, but then they get bogged down, and, and they kind of tend to back off. So that's mm. one of their challenges is follow through. Mm-hmm. But fours, I mean, so many amazing people are fours. A lot of the artists and musicians yeah. that you can think of yeah, would be a four. I think I follow a lot of fours on Instagram. Just uh, fours, reading the captions. Fours and threes really have the best Instagrams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the skill. Totally. Um, type five is the thinker or the observer. And they um, are opposite and for fours in the way that uh, they deal with emotions they are probably the least emotional of all the types Hmm. they uh, tend to be the least social also they like lots of alone time they can really dive into something and study it and kind of obsess about it they are intensely private people they will ask about you but they don't really want to reveal their own uh, personal information Um, They can be professorial, and in fact, academia is a great place for fives. They kind of thrive there. Mm -hmm. They might be quiet until you hit their topic, and then they will professor all day. (laughs) Uh, They're a very interesting type. Mm.
1: Um,
2: Type six is the loyalist or the skeptic or the skeptical loyalist. (laughs) And um, six is wrestle with fear. Uh, If you know someone who's always telling everyone to be careful, making sure all the doors are locked, um discouraging people from riding motorcycles, of um, all the scary things, like focusing on keeping everyone safe, they may be a six. Um, they start kind of a, from a place of skepticism. So if they're just looking at you with that face when they first meet you or hear you, they might be a six. But once you earn their trust, you have it. Mm -hmm. Um, for the rest of their life as long as you don't violate that trust they are Mm. super loyal friends Mm. they are most likely of any type to stick with a career for the long term Mm. they tend to gravitate towards organizations that are large and solid and hierarchical like the military or the Catholic Church that makes them feel safe okay they also worst case scenario things a lot and mm-hmm. contingency plan. So you actually um, ironically want a six around when there is a crisis because they don't break out. Yeah, they have it because they've been planning for this their whole life. Oh, wow. Like They have this, so they are pretty good in a crisis. They've got it. That's good. Type seven is the enthusiast. And um, they are like the life of the party kind of person, tend to be very optimistic usually, but not always extroverted. They, um, opposite of the four, do not like to spend any time whatsoever in the negative emotions. They want to only stay in the happy side. Um, they don't like pain. That's kind of their key fear is uh, being in pain or, or deprived. It's
0: Physical pain or emotional or all both. of Both. Any
2: pain, no pain is good for seven. And they okay. distract themselves from it by just planning the next fun thing. They're very future-focused, what's the next trip, what's the next adventure. Uh, because of that, they are at risk for not always being present, because they're always looking forward to what mm-hmm. fun thing is coming up. Um, they also have a little bit of a struggle with follow-through, because ideas are fun, but follow-through is boring, <laughs> hate being bored. Um, but sevens are super fun, and everyone should have some seven friends, because yes. they bring the party. I love like it. Seventh seven prime. And then type eight is the challenger. And mm-hmm. I I think for me, type eights are the most easy to recognize usually because they have such a dominant personality. Okay. Generally, they're type A's. They're very bold. They're powerful. They, um, where a lot of types don't like conflict, eights do like it. So <laughs> oh. bring on the conflict. I've read uh, conflict means love to eights. So they are oh, not interesting. Um, not afraid to have a fight, um, and they don't really mind having a fight. They they're okay with you pushing back. Um, they have, um, they're big picture people. They are justice focused. They look out for the little dog. Um, it's really important for aids to be healthy because they're so powerful that they can really do a lot of damage when they're not, mm-hmm. because okay. they just have this power that they wield. So for okay. good or evil. <laughs> A superhero or a super villain mm-hmm. so aids are are amazing and they are vulnerable inside but they have um, built a big protective wall all around them so that they can mm. feel safe but it's very sweet if you'll notice most aids have a real soft spot for animals or children they do I've or noticed both that. Yeah. and they're super um. tender and let their guards down um, in those cases like my brother-in-law who is a very challenging a he's really hard to be around if you're a person but if you're an animal he is so gentle he rescues frogs and mice and the dogs and goats and chickens and he's the rescuer and makes these little habitats for all his found oh. animals and he's so tender with them but not with people Interesting. Mm. So that's fascinating. And then the last type is the type <laughs> nine. That's my type. The peacemaker, also called the mediator. Mm. And nines are chill. They are... <laughs> they're so chill. <laughs> yep. They are uh, lowest energy of any type. Eight would be the highest of any type on the Enneagram. Mm. They are even keeled. They're consistent. Um, mm. They're reliable um they can see a lot of different sides to issues okay. uh so they're pretty empathetic uh if you know a nine well though it might drive you crazy because they'll be like yes but and always play the devil's <sighs> advocate i know tina nina's sighing i don't know why <laughs> i've been married a <laughs> nine for 17 years <laughs> yeah. so i understand that that mm-hmm. is frustrating um because it comes across very unempathetic Right, so it frustrates people because they don't feel like they're being heard, but yeah. the nine is hearing, they're saying yes, but have you considered this other yeah. side? Yeah. But the person they're talking to doesn't always want that kind of feedback. No, Weird. I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so nines are peaceful. Their highest value is for peace and they avoid conflict like crazy. Mm. It's kind of humorous, actually, the, the lengths <laughs> that a nine will go to to avoid having conflict. Yeah. it's our worst nightmare
1: and you're excellent at napping
2: and we are really good nappers we can sleep we can we can relax threes can learn from nines because yes. we have a, less of a risk of being a workaholic
1: i have many nines in my life and i've always said to them i wish i could nap like you right because i don't know how you do it superpower it is a superpower me i'm like eh, i want nap <laughs> I got yeah, work yeah. to do put a put a movie on <laughs> and it's like yeah, that's my, my dad is a nine, I just found out recently, and he frequently, like, my mom likes to go to the movies, and we're like, how is the movie, Dad? Every time. I he has know. a pretty good nap. <laughs> <laughs> Every all time. time very He's very relaxing. Yeah, he takes naps <laughs> all the time. So
2: Multitasking. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> wow. Mm, yep. So you are a type nine. I'm a nine.
1: Okay.
0: Yep. And what has been, I guess, the biggest aha and the biggest ah Uh, positive negatives from learning
2: about your specific type yeah so I was definitely aware that I hate conflict but it was sort of I guess affirming to realize okay it's not just me that Mm -hmm. hates conflict and kind of to understand why so nines fear loss of connection and so they don't want to disconnect from Mm -hmm. anyone by having conflict Right. Um, but of course it always backfires because the conflict Catches up with you, resentment builds, and then that's a funny nine thing, too. They'll be mellow, 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 calm until the last straw, and then they just lose it. They explode. And everyone's like, what just happened? <laughs> Ooh, <back away laughs> so that was slowly. kind of funny to recognize that in myself. Um, a few things I'm like, when I first read about them or heard about them, I'm like, I don't do that. And then I'm like, damn it, yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> later just observing myself like i'm not being able to prioritize i didn't really realize how much i wrestled with it until i was like okay in a moment of calm like okay these three things i have to get done today and then in the office like feeling myself like fight so hard against doing those three things I'm like what is going on and i realized it was just my trouble with staying on task prioritizing Mm -hmm. um and yeah and i didn't realize that um Nines can meander and I didn't think I'd meandered until I was really observing myself and again, the damn it moment. <laughs> Off I go. So yeah, it's it's kind of funny and disturbing to recognize the blind spots yeah. that you didn't ever notice before. So you recognize
0: the blind spots, you had those ah crap moments, <laughs> yeah. right? And then you were able to do
2: what with that information. Yeah, I think just recognizing it for the first time when you're doing something mm-hmm. always just intuitively just or out of habit, you, mm-hmm. you're not ever going to stop it. So right. recognizing it is the first stop so you can realize, oh, there are a whole bunch of other ways I can respond right now. Right. I don't have to do the instinctual thing. And the instinctual thing probably isn't serving me that well Yeah. anyway. Yeah. So how else can I deal with this situation? Mm, that is such a good word. That is such a good word. Um...
0: Have has it helped you now i'm gonna pull from you as a business owner because mm-hmm. you you yeah. actually own a business mm-hmm. here in town Madras mm-hmm. sanitary um which by the way i was just thinking about this this morning this is my tangent you guys <laughs> this is a shout out to Madras sanitary Woo-hoo. they are so amazing they are they, they I, literally I, will go back there and get my recycle bin go back there and get the garbage and take it and put it uh, they're amazing people. i think so too they are amazing and I always forget, but at the same time, we have such a wind up here. Yes. That it, I didn't, we don't, I intentionally take, you know, take yeah. the trash bins out because I don't want them to go everywhere. So just, your guys are amazing. Oh, thanks I, for that. Yeah, seriously. I'll pass on that. Yeah, thanks. please do. I thought about that. It. I thought about that this morning. I'm like, those guys are amazing. I don't even know the last time. I don't even know what, what day of, it's all supposed to happen anymore, but they take care of <laughs> they us. <just> take <laughs> they take care of you. you. They do. They're awesome that way. So, and I think that's, um... I think that's a pull down top down. Oh, I think that's because you. they have great leadership. So that's just my plug for. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, I'm a skeptic. Okay. Uh. What resources? What What should I do to start mm-hmm. learning about this? Obviously, this podcast is great. Yes. Um. Right now, because it's just giving us a basis of, you know, okay, I've taken personality tests. I'm this. Mm-hmm. I'm that. Um, But we don't want you to just take a personality test or read a book. We want you to actually, like you just said, Mel, Mm -hmm. Like, we want you to actually, like, okay, so here's some, like, aha moments. How can I respond differently? Um, What do you recommend, like, from, like, just basic, simple, Mm -hmm. like,
2: literature or anything? Yeah, Yeah. well, like we kind of talked about, I think a great place to start if you're into podcasts is the Sleeping At Last podcast. There's one for each type. And I think they're all amazing and super insightful. The songs, like, that really did it for me, like, getting into Mm. the heart of each type and just giving me so much compassion for Mm. what they struggle with, which everyone has their own struggles. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they have Chris Hewarts, who's an Enneagram expert on each each podcast, and he is uh, very insightful and explains things really well. A couple other fun podcasts, I think, once you kind of have a little bit more of a grasp is... um, I like Suzanne Stabile's um, The Enneagram Journey. That one's great. And Ian Cron does Typology, which Mm. I like, um, but not quite as much as Suzanne's. Hers is very sweet. I think it's because she's Southern, I'm not
0: sure. (laughs) What was the second
2: one called? Uh, the enneagram journey okay and the typology typology is ian, Cron's. ian cron and so suzanne and ian wrote the road back to you mm, which i think is probably the book. best book to start yeah. with it's very approachable uh, some other books i've read are more intense and um can be overwhelming <laughs> yeah. because it's so much information and it goes like so deep once yeah. you get into the enneagram there's a ton of other things the subtypes and the wings and the air you know directions yeah. of stress and security and integration and disintegration so there's a ton of stuff yeah you can learn about but as far as just starting at the beginning i think the road back to you is fantastic and fun pokes gentle fun at each type <laughs> and that's important i think yeah. to get anything out of this is to not take ourselves too seriously yeah be able to laugh. And then the companion to that is by Suzanne Stabile only. And that is the path between us, mm. which focuses on relationships according to the Enneagram. And that was very, um, also very good.
1: And I think that was one of my favorite things about the Enneagram yeah. is just how it helps you in relationships because I agree. It's huge. Um, the Enneagram Institute, yes, which oh, will yes. link to that, yep. also a
2: great resource. Yeah,
1: you can look at that and see, like, for instance, I'm a three and my husband is a nine, and they have a section there that talks yeah. about the relationship between the three and the nine. And when my husband read it, he was like, "Oh my gosh, it is like they've been spying on us for seventeen yeah. years." So I love that because it gives yes. you so much like. Here's what could go right with you, but here's what might go wrong. And like every single thing, I was like, oh, my gosh, we do that. Yeah. Um, So just understanding how the types can work together and ways to
2: be more understanding and empathetic Uh with each other, I think is really great. Yeah. I think that's, at least that I've come across, the most thorough website for Mm -hmm. the Enneagram. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, that is so good, the relationships. It's like, oh, my gosh, we could have saved so much on counseling. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Oh, yeah, we do that, we do that, we do all that. Just and I think, recognizing it. I think that's, like, the whole
0: intention. I was so grateful to have you guys, like, gently, you're so sleek and snot, sly. <laughs> just gently, like, hey, Ma, listen to this podcast. Hey, Mel. But to listen to it and, like, really focus on what is this doing for my mind to, like, understand myself? Because mm-hmm. truly, um, if we don't understand who we are, how are we going to be in relationship with people and expect that to go well? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's I mean, really, yeah. that's to be it's truth huge. truthful, you know. And for for my children, you know, my kids are way older, mm-hmm. so um, helping them understand, you know, who they are, how, why maybe they react a certain way, and you know, I have a twenty one year old, so yes. okay, so you're reacting <laughs> like this to help her for her future when she okay. decides mm-hmm. to get married and things like that, like it's just helping us understand who we are and then mm-hmm. how we relate.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I think that's been such a benefit. And you know, we uh, uh, we have had all of our staff here at Three Peaks take this, just so I have a good understanding. Mm-hmm. And then we've got a really cool training coming up in mm-hmm. a couple of days with you yeah. and the staff, so excited. So excited. Um, and, and you just get to break it down for us and help us to understand how to uh, I'm hoping, um, understand ourselves Mm -hmm. and be able to work together and and have that grace. Mm -hmm. If that, if there's a word that I could pull out of everything I've learned, it is the resounding sound of grace on ourself and to each other Mm -hmm. where it's like, oh, okay. They're responding like this not because I'm trying to type somebody, but because mm-hmm. I'm trying to go, oh, I understand, I understand. Yeah, yeah, I have a better understanding. Mm-hmm. And now I can see myself in a different way where if I'm not in a healthy place, now I can understand somebody that also struggles with that. Yeah. So, you know, it's been super helpful for me. So way
2: to, <laughs> way to be sly on that. I yeah, it's useful like that. Yeah, I <laughs> thought it was such a breakthrough for me to realize because I always, you know, poor me when I'm in a conflict with someone I would never say that I would never do that mm. the revelation that no I wouldn't say or do that because I'm not wired that way I'm not that type but I will do my own terrible crap yeah you know <laughs> I'll do other bad things and they'll do their own bad things And it doesn't mean that I'm the good guy and not the bad guy right and that was a revelation to me mm-hmm. well, yeah we're
0: all we're all in our own little place we all have our positives negatives mm-hmm. it's just like a workout like so we have our strengths and our weaknesses Exactly. Yeah. Um, but unless we understand what those things are and put ourselves in a place where we have to reflect we're unable to move forward I, I feel yes um, yeah, I can't sure. expect our staff or myself or my marriage or my children or my relationships to grow and go somewhere if I'm not willing to reflect in, if we're not willing to do that together as a team and as, as companions. Yeah, so. so healthy. It is healthy. It is healthy. <laughs> it's been so fun, Mel. Thank you so much for, yes. for joining us today. Thanks it's, for inviting me. What you. fun. It's so great. I love this topic.
2: <laughs> we, we have a lot
0: of fun on these podcasts, you know, so uh, maybe we'll bring you back for some more in-depth. Uh, okay. So. Deal. Awesome. Cool. Yay. All <laughs> okay. right. You guys have a great day. Thanks again, Mel. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Three Peaks Strong Podcast. If you found any of this podcast helpful, we'd love for you to share it with your friends and family and leave us a five-star review.